0: Welcome to another.
1: Welcome to Pottercast, the official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. You hear that, uh, The Leaky Cauldron. And now, Leaky's own Melissa and Ellie.
2: Hey, Potterposies, it's Pottercast number 38. I am Melissa, and again, we have a great show for you. Uh, we have in the modcast... All about Quidditch. We have lots of craziness and the news wrap-up and the the uh drums bit, as John likes to call it. The second part of your impersonations contest is in this show, and if you thought last week's were impressive, wait until you hear this week's. And the Canon conundrum our new segment in which John Tsu, I, and Steve Van der Arc of the Harry Potter Lexicon take apart a Canon nugget each week and dissect it is all about Harry's eyes and what is so special about them. That means that your fan interview questions, your voicemails, which have been you've been leaving all week, are scattered throughout the show, so we hope you enjoy that. And that's about it. We will see you soon. Over to Sue.
0: Listening to the news? Again? As if a normal boy cares what's on the news.
3: Hello, everyone. Here are the latest Harry Potter news headlines for you. Author J.K. Rowling has won a court order that will enable her and other celebrities in the U.K. in the future to protect their children against the prying eyes of the paparazzi. Joe and her husband, Dr. Neil Murray, won a court decision against a newspaper which had published a photograph of their young son in a private circumstance. Because of this ruling, this will likely have serious implications for paparazzi and their future coverage of private lives of celebrities. Turning to Film News Now, readers will remember that TLC first told you that back in February, the character Sybil Trelawney, played by the always-terrific Emma Thompson, will be back for Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. We recently have a report now from someone who says they're an extra in the new movie, and they gave the news that the memorable scene where Trelawney is sacked by Umbridge would indeed be included in the new film. Yay! You can read all the details about this and much more on the upcoming Order of the Phoenix film on our website. Well, the Tripaca Film Festival recently concluded here in New York, and we now have multiple photos and reports from some of the actors from the Harry Potter films who are in town promoting some of their other movies. There are also some terrific new photos of Alan Rickman and Rupert Grint from this event in our galleries. Finally, congratulations are in order to Richard Griffiths, Francis Delatorre, and Jim Dale, as all received nominations from the Drama Desk for their work in the theater. Richard Griffiths and Francis Delatorre's stage production of The History Boys also won an award from the Drama League as well for distinguished production of a play. Congratulations! Well, for much more on these news items and all your Harry Potter needs, you can find it all at leakynews.com, which is updated daily. And now, on with the show. Thanks, guys. Love you.
2: Welcome, everybody, to Pottercast number
3: 38.
2: Yay! Hi, guys.
4: (laughs) Hello. 38!
2: It's going to be great. How's it
4: yeah. going?
2: In 38. <laughs> a while ago, you said 38, don't be late, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not late. We're here. Well, I don't know, actually, if we're late. I
4: don't know. <laughs> I hope we're not late.
2: I am Melissa, and I'm here. Who else is here? Um, I would
3: be me, Sue. So...
4: I'm Big okay. J, of course. You all may Big rem- remember me from previous shows as Pottercast 37 and Pottercast 36 and so forth.
3: Wait, wait, you're now a Pottercast number now? Not a person in
2: the No, he's saying he's, oh, he's been there. on paragraph okay. 37 and 36 in case you don't know who he is.
4: In case they're newcomers, I didn't hijack the show. The, the website We've is opened. not run by all women, actually. There's a few guys here and there.
2: I like that our website has a lot of women. It does. I like it very much.
4: It's nice and clean.
2: <laughs> John. <laughs> you got to watch what you're doing oh. right
4: now. Well, what's in the news then, Sue? What's going on? Just yeah, like-
3: change the subject. See um, nope. what's happening. Well, okay. This is the first of what I'm sure will be many. Our big rumor hit for the first one for the new director for Haplid Prince. And that was, the first one was Terry Gilliam of... Okay, I laugh. Yes, Woo-hoo! Hasn't he
2: been rumored for every movie thus far? Yeah,
3: well...
4: <laughs> Pretty much.
3: Yeah. Well, if you remember... It's not a new Potter movie. No, but... that rumor joe way way back for the very first movie that was who she had wanted i mean this has been right. going way back so
2: so everybody <laughs> it's just so funny we have officially kicked off harry potter five rumor season everybody terry gilliam has been announced as a rumor and Hagrid Hut photos have been released
3: yay, yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's, looking it's, time time <laughs> it's
2: looking great this time around
4: it's looking great this time around
2: I mean, it's just so different. He had I a know. jacuzzi, like John said.
4: Yeah. <laughs> there is a jacuzzi. got <laughs> a back. pool
2: table in there somewhere. The,
4: the pumpkin patch has vanished.
2: The pumpkin patch.
4: I thought it might make it's a... It's now a, a
2: lounge. <laughs> lounge. <laughs> yeah, Over six feet only. <laughs>
4: well, you know, you're supposed to actually uh, cycle the crops you put in your garden. So it takes the best nutrients from the ground. So book three uh, was pumpkins. Book four was um, dormant season. And for the fifth one, I don't know what they'll be growing, but um, hopefully it's you know, legal.
3: Giants? You know what? I've been actually thinking about this. Are right, Vila? Yes. I've been yeah. actually seriously thinking about this film. You know, most of this movie, um, Order of the Phoenix, I should say, is shot inside. It, all the scenes are inside. So I don't know how much of Hagrid's hut they're going to actually show, aside from, like, the thrust reels. But they'll be in the forest, right?
2: Well, there's also the grop scenes oh. in which he tells the story and leads them over to Grop. Yeah, but do we, John,
3: does Grop like I show say, up at the cabin? Me. I just wondered how many scenes they were going to... Grop
4: stops by for tea. Drinks, er- it, drinks
3: er- out of a like you. What else happens? Sue? Well, you, that, that was just the big... I mean, it's pretty actually a fairly slow week. Although we did hear from Mr. Rupert Grint, who was in recently oh. in New York for the premiere of his... That's right.
2: It's not a driving lessons cauldron, did you not know?
4: Does he have a movie coming out? I have not heard a thing I about it.
3: No.
2: <laughs> you know, I love when people email us. They're like, why are you doing all these stories about Rupert Grant?" Well, gee, let me think. Hmm. That's what's happening this, yeah. <laughs> this week. Right. Rupert Grant doesn't come out with another movie every week, you know? Mm. And it's nice. It's nice to see. I haven't seen it yet. Has that, have any of us seen it? No,
3: but I watched those clips. We saw quite a few clips, and it looked really good. Um, we should point out, too, that Julie Walters, who plays Molly Weasley, is also in this movie with him. And, and um, there was a couple of clips we saw with him that were really funny. I, I just... I'd yeah, I
4: heard good. he's got a make-out scene. He does, yeah. Yeah, uh-oh.
3: Snogging, and more, was I
4: Who is the lucky lady? So,
2: I think maybe Emma is the only of the trio who hasn't had an on-screen kiss quite yet.
4: Well, no, so she, she's, I mean, she's going to be the one. Dan's
2: probably filmed two already. What else, Sue? <laughs> So,
3: So, that was nice. We also saw another trailer for the ever-wonderful Alan Rickman, who's also doing a new movie called Snow Cake, which was also at the Tribeca Film Festival as well. And, um, oh, um this, this, I don't know if you've watched it. It's a fairly lengthy um, trailer, but he just, you know. He's Alan Rick. He is, and he can, but you know what? It just showed him, like, how he he was crying, and he, he, there, was, there was sarcastic humor. There was just, there's just, uh, he's so good, and uh, versatile, he's such a versatile actor, and I just thought that was really nice. You mean he doesn't seem like now, if he, No, but you know what? There's there a couple of flashes in there of, like, how he's got emotions going beneath the surface, how he does with Snape. You know, there's always more, something more going on. And I thought, you know what? This is how he's going to be in Hapled Prince. Snape is, mm-hmm. because it just seems to me that there's going to be a lot more, if they highlight him. I don't know if they
4: don't. Did, did anybody call him a coward in that movie?
3: Not that I know of.
4: <laughs> oh, <nuts.
3: laughs> Darn. Well, we'll save that for movie six. Yeah.
4: Okay, that's probably a good plan. Oh, man. Hey, you know, it was big, oh. big news for the, uh, the um, head of house for Hufflepuff this week.
2: I know. Yeah. Yes, Miss Miriam Margoyles. She's going to play Madame Morrible. My gosh, all the M's. Madame Morrible in the musical Wicked, which is based on the book Wicked by Gregory Maguire, which is in turn based on the Wizard of Oz series by Frank L. Baum.
4: You're just a and wo- stars- wo- full of knowledge. Listen to you.
2: I know all about this show. And I, Adina um, Wenzel, who... Yes.
4: Wonderful. It is awesome. Close personal it's also friend. starring
2: in in London.
3: She's, yes, you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, she she's in it. She's she's amazing, and, and I'm sure that, that Madam Morrible the part is like she's sort of the evil, manipulative left hand to the wizard. I, I don't know that I would call it evil. It's like an Umbridge character. That's who she is. She's like an Umbridge.
4: Let's not give too many spoilers so,
2: for Wicked. It's obvious from the first scene. Yeah, really. What she is. I
4: thought she starts yeah. out as being like the school principal.
2: She is, but she's slimy. You could tell. Mm. You know, if you, don't, if you don't sort of suspect that she's weird at the mm. beginning, you know? Yeah. Anyway, it's great. And I, and I hope that in the fall, next time I go to London, I'm going to try and go see it.
4: Leaky Muggle the... 7, our own
2: fan oh, trip. Man, I don't... don't start these things. Don't start these no, rumors. We don't know what the hell. Maybe they'll come uh, you know, true. That would be my awesome. Dream.
3: That would be my dream like... to go there. I want to go yeah. into the Great Hall. What, to the set? Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, like, not just, part just part we. Okay, print. let's let's <laughs> dispel. Yeah,
2: let's dispel these rumors. Warner Brothers is not going to say, "Hey, podcast people, come <laughs> to the set." Why not? <laughs> it's not going to happen.
3: Performing live thing.
4: from the head table at the Great Hall.
2: Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. That would be no, the coolest but... thing ever. It would be the coolest thing ever, but it's.
4: And all the cast would sit there in the in the tables, in the house tables, and watch us, true. and like gossip, and like clap, and laugh, and react, and it'd be our to our funniness, and it would just be great. <laughs> Anything else happened in else? the is news that, wrap?
2: Well, we have um, Leaky. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out. Hopefully next week we'll have some very good news for you. Mm-hmm. I have to give a very special thank you to all the Leaky fans because you over the past month have been voting for us for the Webbies. And I know we've mentioned it a couple of times here, but the unexpected thing that I didn't realize was going to happen when we posted this is that you can post a review on the webby site. And before the webby site's closed, you posted something like over a hundred reviews wow. for us. And they were all these Long, detailed, wonderful I, I have never I had no idea when we did this when we announced this that that was what was going to happen, and I have to tell you, part of the best parts of the last month I've been going and reading what you guys have been saying, so if you did that, just you know thank you from our hearts absolutely.
3: I wanted to talk about one thing before we go. We, we didn't get to talk about this last week because it came out the day that um, the Pottercast was released, but Joe had released that interview to um, Girl Guiding Scotland when she talks about, you know, just um, as part of their campaign for inspirational women. And she had talked about um, some, she had mentioned the, the Potter books and how she was very protective of the storyline. And I thought she had made mention of the, Storyline, that she's going to do what's right for them. And she said, "quote For instance, some of the romance in books has disappointed readers who were hoping for other pairings." So, I mean, she's aware. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Well, that's the
2: first time she's addressed it.
4: Yeah.
3: Isn't really? And not in any
2: other way. Not in any way that we didn't expect her to. I mean, it's her story. It's what she's writing, and that's it.
4: Look for an upcoming episode by Snowy I- Unscrupulous.
3: <laughs> is that coming? Plug. Is that is it? Yeah, next. Yeah. next is scribulous issue four. It has right? it has
4: been through its last revision, I believe, maybe. Revision number eight. When Melissa <laughs> transcribed my uh finger paintings into words.
2: Well John just had some spell check issues, <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Like use it, the using of the spell check. Blah 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 blah.
4: Well, <laughs> so, is it time to move on to right, the well, next part of our jam packed yeah. show?
2: Yes. Jam packed. What do we have coming? We have all your canon Conundrum responses on what is the color of Harry's <laughs> eyes have to do with the thing. I think anything. it's green. Or, <laughs> I mean, green eyes. eyes. <laughs> I think that, and you ought to go make fun of me. No. Baby's what is God. the his eyes, eyes? Have to do with the thing. You know what we mean. Yeah. What's the deal with Harry's eyes and what, and they, whatever. So I think he has some eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not sure. <laughs>
2: So we have that we have a modcast, the subject of which I don't know will have been announced in the intro. No, I know what it point. is. What
4: it's all about Quidditch.
2: Quidditch. All about Quidditch?
4: Basically about <laughs> I'm sure it's about something more narrowed down than just Quidditch.
2: Okay. So we have a Quidditchy topic in the modcast. Quidditchy, have our cat- and- basically. What? It's all Quidditchy. And we have our cutting conundrum
3: segment with Steve cat Van der Ark and Conundrums. us three clowns. We have, About Harry's eyes. And we also have... Don't we have 2.2 coming up? 2.2. 2.
2: 2.2 2. 2 of the impress. And let me tell you, you thought last week's were good. Stop hmm. That's what I gotta say. free! free. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, whoever, the, whoever you are that did it, I love just, you. just prepare yourself now. We love you to death. Oh. We're not making fun of you, but it is the funniest I would make clip. out with you. <laughs> we 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 tease of we tease from love we tease do, from love
3: we do dude I mean we do uh, but it's brilliant brilliant <laughs> <just hilarious. laughs> is free. I hope I hope that
4: person knows that that is being added to the end of every podcast from now on
2: I mean it is the new now if you don't mind I'm going to bed basically that's it's the new black this in podcast Tommy is free.
3: you become a part of Pottercast Legend. Just think of it that way. You are now- I mean, exactly.
4: Oh, boy. All
3: so right. Should we go do oh, it? We I we got to so. go do
4: it, man. We've been we've been talking for too long.
3: Okay. Too long. Rock on. See ya.
4: Right.
1: Bye. See you at the drums. And now, straight from the Leaky Lounge, this week's Modcast.
5: Oh,
6: dear, we are
5: in Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Modcast. This is Jason, aka the Guru of Sloth. And with me today is...
1: Hey, this is Doris. And this is Mrs. A.W. Riddle. Today, we're going to be talking about sport, Quidditch. (laughs) And, well, there's a lot to say about Quidditch, I think, and it's not normally said. I quite like Quidditch. I remember when I, um, when I first read it in Philosopher's Stone and it was really, really exciting, really thrilling. And it reminded me of all the school stories I used to read when they used to play lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And like, who's going to win? You know, is it going to be St. Sinclair's or is it going to be, you know, whatever the other, the other school was, the other boarding school. And they always won. And you know, even though it's really tense, you almost know that they're going to win because like Harry has to, like especially in the first book, because he's feeling so rubbish, you know, that he's got to have something right. uplifting happen. And you know it's going to come through mm-hmm. Quidditch. And um, it is a really big, uplifting thing, I think. And yeah. since
5: everything else is kind of coming, sl- not slowly, but, you know, he's not like a standout as far as his magical, you know, all this classwork. Quidditch is kind of the one thing where he's just a natural at. And yeah, that's, that was his you know, first kind of thought, helps us wasn't
7: it? I think it gives him that initial tie into James, too. Because James is yeah, so naturally sure. good at, at Quidditch. And the way James hit there played with the snitch
1: and... yeah. And, and it joins right. him to the school as well because he's part of the Gryffindor team. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh-huh. he's not just like an outsider wizard. You know, partaking all the things that happen at Hogwarts, he's part of that team. Yeah. and yeah. I think the that unity really, really helps him. Yeah. sort of well, get another family and it's model, model the Quidditch team.
7: It sets right. him apart too because he's the youngest Seeker in a century. So you get that feeling that from the very beginning you you kind of know there's something special about him but then there's that yeah the whole destiny thing just keeps coming up over and over and over again yeah
1: but this is something different right. it's not it's not to do with the dark lord and you know being half killed when he was only one and all that this is just he comes to school regardless of whether that would have happened or not he'd have come to school and been really good at quidditch because he inherited the right. talent from his father mm-hmm.
5: and i love the way he he talks about or thinks about i guess how when he's up there flying, when he's practicing, he's he's in the moment. Like he doesn't, he's not worrying about the other stuff in his life.
7: Right, it, I know, think it's, it's just it, it serves as his escapism.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He needs, yeah, everyone needs, but I think particularly right. Harry. I'm sure everyone's wondered, you know, when Harry's flying, you know, what it must be like to fly really high and be. Oh yeah. Like, you can go for a run, you can go play another game, but you're limited to the ground or or something like that because you are only a muggle. Mm -hmm. Whereas Harry can fly wherever, at whatever speed, and whatever, you know, he'll fly in the rain or anything. It's fantastic. Right. So what does
7: Quidditch remind you? I I know the first time I I read Quidditch, I thought, what sport does this make me think of? It kind of reminds me of soccer on a broom, or Football. Yeah, I've Sorry. heard that. Yes, football. <laughs> football.
5: <laughs> I've definitely heard the comparison. I don't see it that much. I mean, obviously, you're trying to score a goal, but there's a lot of sports like that.
7: Yeah, yeah. well, rugby, I guess, maybe... It, um because you're throwing the ball, so it reminds, you, reminds me
1: of rugby a little
5: bit. Mm. Yeah, with kind of the brutality of it, with the right. bludgers and things. Yeah. I mm-hmm. can definitely well, see that. Well, to me,
1: it sort of reminded me of lacrosse, which is quite a violent game. If you get your mm-hmm. knuckles slammed, um, throwing the ball again and teams against each other, plus the school story connection, because all the girls always used to play lacrosse. You know, they didn't play hockey, they played lacrosse. And that's what it reminded me of. And hockey as yeah. well, to an extent. So most team games, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: It's so, I, I guess just from all the sports I've played, I think about Quidditch and it just seems so weird to me. It's really like nothing that I can think of, especially when you've got two players on the field who are kind of almost doing their own thing. Like from time to time, they interact with the other players. But that's it. you've got two people worried about this snitch, which really, if they catch it most of the time is all matters. that matters. Yeah. Whereas all these other players are frantically trying to score goals, which are almost meaningless. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just weird. It
7: is a very strange session, yeah. I think. It's interesting too. It. it the way it's written, that it is yeah. sort of a blend of different sports, and at the same time, it's something completely different. I, I've always wondered, I've read a lot about Joe. Was she athletic? I mean, did she play a lot of sports? No,
5: she doesn't know very much about sports, which is, she she makes it, she writes it, and it's very exciting and very interesting to read. Which is kind of what amazes me because when I really sit there and analyze it, I'm like, this sport doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't understand it, but I'm totally drawn in to what Harry trying to do or to what the Gryffindor team is trying to win. It's exciting. She does a good job with it. But I think she said before that she doesn't really care much about sports or maybe just that she doesn't know much about them. I don't know. If no, I mean,
1: sure I mean, I'm probably like the same. That. I don't really care for sport. Um, yeah i mean i like oh, i love sports i mean i like going to the gym and what have you but i'm not one for team games yeah. and yeah like you jason i'm utterly drawn into this what's going on and the thrill of it and you right. forget about everything else that's going on in the book as well and it's only i think in prisoner of azkaban when you get you know draco the idiot dressing up <laughs> as a uh, or I'm a Dementor, uh, right, right um yeah. that you realize oh we're back in the real world again so like yeah, you yeah. share in harry's escapism and I think that you know, really shows how good a writer Joe is.
7: That's a really yeah. good
1: point. Well, I think one thing
7: Quidditch does is it shows that, or it gives Harry that sense of community that he's not used to, that, you know, belonging. Mm. He's part of a team. He's part of the group. Yeah. Um, and he's is, wanted is kind on of that of
1: team. For him. And his, he's respected. Yeah. And he means a lot to the team because of his talent. Yep. And this is shown, I mean, in Half-Blood Prince, he's made captain. You know, so.
5: I just love it. I don't remember if it was the first book or one of the earlier ones when, you know, other, I think the Slytherins were kind of, trying to hassle Harry in the hall and like the rest of the Gryffindor team would kind of like kind of surround him and protect him. And that, that just must've felt so good for him. And yeah. you know, like you were saying, Doris, it, being part of that team, but you can see like how, you know, they care for him. And they also like, they realize like they really need him. You know, he's, he's good. And they, they count on him to win these games for him. So
7: Well, and that's kind of the way, And. Um teams are. I mean, they, they protect, yeah. even if, even if, you know, together they may have their issues when they're faced against an opponent, they're going to, they have each other's back, so to say. Sure. So, yeah. So it is kind of neat to see that. And it, it's really nice for Harry to have that kind of feeling of being part of that group.
1: I've had a brainwave. Mm-hmm. I, I oh, realized no, what, scared. what Quidditch reminds me of rowing, right? <laughs> rowing. Okay. Okay. Rory, there's no water. Yeah, that- no, no no. Yeah, apart, apart, no, no, no. no, no. Listen, right? You've got like your little your seeker who has nothing to do with the rest or sort of nothing to do with the rest of the people and gets vitally important. Mm-hmm. Also really small. Yeah, coxes. <laughs> they're like really small and they like, don't bow or anything. But like, you'd lose without a cox. That's what it reminds me of.
5: I think that the point that that's being made sort of under the surface, though, is the difference between how important the seeker is and what a different kind of role to the rest. You can kind of think of that as you know, kind of a loose allegory for operating in the wizarding world.
1: Where he has to go alone in Book 7.
5: Yeah, there's all these kind of struggles going on, either between, like, you know, the Order and the Death Eaters or between, like, the... Ministry of Magic and different people. But really, it comes down to, like, the actions of a few, like Harry, especially. And, and Draco. You know, everything else.
1: Draco is a seeker. Go and Draco on. is going to have to go alone. Draco going to die, right? No. Um, we don't know. Seekers don't die. They just disappear for a while. <laughs> okay. But I think Honorable. it does have more meaning in, in the series. And yeah. I think, you know, the parallel of, you know, Harry in real life is a seeker. But what sure. about all the other players mm-hmm. on the pitch? Can we Can we parallel that up? You think? I
7: think in a way you can. I think that you can look at, I mean, if you think about it, Jenny as a seeker, and mm-hmm. she's a good seeker. I mean, she really does a, a good job. In a way, she's sort of, um, and we talked about this when we had our, our Jenny discussion, she's not really his equal, but she's um, almost his partner. And, and they have a lot of similar qualities. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are people there to protect Harry. There are people there whose job it is, or maybe it's going to be, to um, keep people from hurting Harry. You right. know? But but the thing is Harry has to be the one in the end who does it. Who does the final thing? Who finally catches the snitch. He finally has mm-hmm. to catch Voldemort.
5: And it's interesting in uh was it the one with the rogue bludger? I don't remember where um uh, Fred and George are trying to keep Harry from you know mm-hmm. getting knocked off his broom and he's like, Just forget about me, I'll deal with it. Yeah. You guys go and protect the other guys. You know, that's kind of like a Harry thing. Yeah.
1: Too. Which just yeah. sort of yeah. makes um, Ron and Hermione sort of almost like beaters that they're always there with him looking after him and they're a pair. Yeah. yeah. Was then, there are three chases so the three chasers you could say are maybe i don't know if you go to order of the phoenix you could say that they're neville luna and Ginny. Mm-hmm. but then you still need a keeper maybe
5: it could have been maybe dumbledore but now they're without a keeper
7: <laughs> well we're not playing quidditch anymore so no yeah very that's true. true maybe that's
5: why
1: are you gonna miss it in the next book yes
5: i don't think i will
1: Yeah. It's a fundamental part of school. Like at school, like you have houses, you have competitions, Mm -hmm. you have sports. I mean, my school was quite sporty. My college at the moment is incredibly sporty, um, rowing, rowing, rowing. So for me, you know, sport is integral with um, education. Mm -hmm. Um, So I will Mm -hmm. really miss it.
7: Yeah. And to me, I I agree. I mean, the the one thing that I loved about school, I mean, I I loved my education. I really do. But if I look back at it, um, I played basketball, I ran track and gymnastics. I mean, that's what I remember the most. Those are the friends I had then that I still have. So in a a way, I'm going to miss it in Harry's life as sort of the fun thing that he got to do.
5: I would totally agree with everything you both said. And like thinking back on my own school and college experience, it was totally like that. Sports were playing sports with my friends was a big deal. But reading it, I I like Quidditch. I like reading it, but there's so much more important things that have to be dealt with. I'm not going to really be worried too much if Quidditch isn't in there. Maybe I will miss it. in in the
1: long run. I don't know. Well, I think that just about finishes it. If anyone wants to go and discuss any of the Quidditch ideas, I know there are a few threads lurking around in Obscurus Books on the Leaky Lounge. Mm -hmm. Um, There are definitely Mm -hmm. threads in other forums if you want to go contribute some ideas. I'm Mrs. A.W. Riddle saying au revoir. This is Doris saying goodbye.
5: And this is Jason saying thanks for listening. See you next time.
8: I think that when people say Harry has Lily's eyes... The color is one of the least important things. It's a way of connecting Harry to his mother and showing that he's more like her than he thinks. Everyone always says he's like James, but I think he's got a lot of Lily in him too, and I think he's gonna explore that part of himself in this upcoming book.
2: In some way, Voldemort is gonna see Lily through Harry's eyes or something like that. Um, and obviously it has happened in book seven because we haven't really got an explanation.
8: I think that um, Harry possesses Lily's eyes. That because his body and his th- his physical structure is like James, he possesses the kindness and gentle warmth of Lily. Well, I think that also his credit skills and other things like that the, that require his physical health come from James. And he and how he um, is a good friend. And how he's nice and gentle and kind and stuff requires Lily. I don't think it has any special significance in the book. All I really, or magically, I really just think that it's something to show that Harry also has a great big piece of Lily inside of him. Not just he's not just a carbon copy of James.
7: We think Lily's eyes
2: could be one of the whole cry, and that's why Voldemort didn't want to kill her. What other reason is there for the Dark Lord not wanting to kill a Muggleborn? a type of people him and his followers' hate? The reason Lily is rich, and why she's good at everything, like Tom Riddle, could be because he made her part of him. This could be why Harry's eyes could be significant in the future.
3: When Harry needed to persuade Slughorn to give him the Horcrux memory, Harry's eyes reminded Slughorn of Lily, which won him over in the end. Getting this memory from Slughorn was pretty significant, since Voldemort's horcruxes seemed to be the key to defeating him. If there is any other significance to Harry's eyes in Book 7, I'm thinking it will relate to his eyes affecting Snape at some crucial moment. Snape seems to hate Harry because he r- reminds Snape of James. I'm thinking there's more between Lily and Snape than we've seen, and maybe Snape will finally see Lily in Harry and help him in some way because of that.
8: I think it may just be a character trait. If he's going to look so much like his dad, then something of Lily's has to have been passed on to her son. Maybe her intelligence, maybe it signifies something specific that's going to be passed down to him. I think they're just a reference to Lily and nothing more. I don't think his eyes have any particular power. I think they're just you know, a reference to Lily and that's, that's what's going to be important in Book 7. Since he has the same eyes as his mother, it has part of his mother's love in it that saved him from Voldemort the first time, and I think it will save him from Voldemort again in the seventh book. When
2: Snape looks at Harry, he sees the face of the boy he hated, but he also sees the eyes of the one person that I believe he ever truly cared about. Therefore, Harry having his mother's eyes has given him the
8: loyalty, and I do believe Snape is loyal to the order, of perhaps the best placed person to bring
3: Voldemort down.
8: My take on Harry's eyes are that they have no magical powers alone in that light. However, I think the green is just passed down from Lily. But since they're her eyes, I think Harry inherited her talents as a witch that we haven't really seen yet. I mean, besides her potion-making talents, I think Harry inherited something more great. But what that talent is, uh, uh, we'll find out.
4: Hey, everybody. It's another canon conundrums. Yay! Everybody's favorite. I don't know everybody's favorite yet. Yeah, I think it's one of my favorite news segments. It's
2: the best discussion with Steve Van Der Ark on podcast ever.
4: I know this is like Absolutely. this is the best new segment we've got with Steve, like... Van <laughs> Steve Van Der Ark. Steve Van Der Ark. Exactly. Well, everybody else who's not Steve Van Der Ark, I'm John again, and then Sue and Melissa, of course. That's right. And Steve, Steve Van Der Ark. And Steve and Van Der Ark. All the HPLexicon.org. H-P-Lexicon. Dash. Who
2: would,
4: who would put a dash in their domain name? Honestly,
2: we we
9: we know nothing about that. Nothing.
4: We know nothing.
9: So what are we talking about? We're talking about eyes. Green eyes. eyes.
4: Yes. You've all heard a bunch of voicemails already about Harry's eyes. A bunch of wonderfully eloquent and detailed theories Fun. of your own. But now we've got some of oh. our some of, some of our own thought. Harry's eyes. Let's let's get a rundown from Steve on the canon about what we know about Harry's eyes and okay, eyes. What do we in know general. about Harry's
9: Harry's eyes? Well, what we know about Harry's eyes is that they're supposed to be green and that they are supposed to be the same as Lily's eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really the 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 most important thing. And then, of course, in the latest book, we had uh, they that all came into play because Slughorn was uh, affected enough by seeing Harry and remembering Lily mm-hmm. that he came back to work at Hogwarts and eventually uh, gave him the correct version of the memory about the Horcruxes. So that's kind of where that all uh, mm. all comes together. But, of course, then there's always the problem, and, and I'm sure this is something that we want to talk about, is the simple fact that in the movie, Harry's eyes aren't green. Ah. <sighs> so does it, you know, what's, what's the deal with that? There's
2: also, if we remember, they tried to turn his eyes green. Right. And the right. effect was either too expensive or they just gave up doing it. So the effort was made. Was the effort right. made because they knew that the green would be important or did they stop doing it because they knew that the green wouldn't be important?
9: That has to be it. Well, I thought they could have done it.
4: I thought I remembered saying how poor Dan didn't like how they felt in his eyes so he yeah, wouldn't that... put green contacts in.
3: Right. Would, they're,
2: they're they paying were paying him, he would have put the right. contacts in. And they were trying to digitally change it as well. Oh, sure. And right. that's but so it wasn't.
9: complicated. But the point is they could have done it. They could have done it if they would have wanted to. I mean, if it have been important enough. So I think it's pretty clear right there that the actual color is not so important. I can remember a few years ago people trying to equate the color of the eyes with Slytherin, uh, with the Avada Kedavra spell, all that kind of thing. So I think uh, clearly that the, the color, the green color is not the point. The point is that they're the same as Lily's.
2: Well, do we think that Lily had some sort of power that, she was able to do with her eyes, and this is why Voldemort was trying to let her live because he maybe he needed somebody like her.
4: Or what if she was an offshoot of Slytherin's line, and that's why she? I have no idea. This is so silly.
6: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's silly.
9: Why? Well, John, why are you here if it's silly? No, I know. I, no, I, I just... thought you were on a good roll there for a minute. Go, go for it. Go for the Slytherin well, thing. You're wrong, but I like listening to <laughs> you. Yeah. Well,
4: I know, I know. Voldemort's the only. Only current uh, person
9: with any of the founders' blood in him. Uh, with any we, don't of the sure. we don't know that for sure. We don't know that. You mean you mean Slytherin? Any of Slytherin? Yeah. He's the last remaining heir of Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we. That's we another know that. topic. But, um, but but he no wait wait but Lily's dead so then he can be the last remaining heir of Slytherin right? True. So that is true if yeah. she was one. But yeah, uh, but then that
2: that ties into to Harry being related to Voldemort, and she shot that down so many right. times. Right. Well, and yeah. plus
9: the fact again, the simple fact that they did not. Go to whatever trouble it would have taken to insist on green eyes for the for the film. Well, that pretty much means it. What? Oh, but it no, doesn't stop
2: there being something about her eyes that's powerful. No, just no, no. no. The, I just the think the it, that
9: that the color is just. I think that pretty much verifies that the color is not so critical. Are you okay with that, John?
4: I'm. I'm cool with that. You know, I. <laughs> I, I oh hate Lord. to shoot
9: down your Slytherin thing, buddy.
4: Hey, I've got many more theories where that came from. I, 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 I believe not, You may
3: be. You
2: may be wishing for Slytherin before
3: too long.
4: Yeah, I, I could, I could go a lot more in. To
3: me, I, I mean, maybe just because I'm such an emotional, sappy person, but I just thought the whole point was that Lily's eyes, it's the almond shape, and that it's just a reflection of his mom in him. It's not so much that it's she has this power. That's why people. I just don't think that there's the. I don't think that. Um. Well,
9: partly, I think you're. I think you're. On, I think you're right, Sue, because we have not seen anything that i can remember of anybody having sort of like magical powers in their eyes I mean, yeah. just, however that...
2: lizo again i'm going to go back to one of lizo's stellar early interviews in which he said is there something coming about somebody possibly having something some kind of power with their eyes and she went you know stopped and said oh you're you know there might possibly but, be something possibly yeah, but we maybe just, perhaps I th- there's maybe. A- another so, way to look is
9: that we just saw that in half-blood prince when Harry's eyes had the power to make Slughorn do what he needed to do.
2: I guess I think Harry, resembling his mom. Yeah, I think in any way doesn't emotional. have to be eyes.
9: Oh, but he mentions it. That's no, why. No, no, he... I know. I know that the way I mean...
2: Harry does resemble his mom is his eyes.
9: But, but I mean, but Dumbledore puts him right where where Slughorn was going to look right at him. I mean, I think th- I think that's what could be anyway. What Rowling was was. Uh... Was shooting for Ah, the idea that that's the the whole power in the eyes thing.
2: I don't know. I don't know. In any event, if that is it, I don't think that's the end of it. Because I am working a theory since reading book six that possibly, if if Snape and Lily had a thing, if Snape and Lily were like, Mm -hmm. you know, little potion buddies under the cover or whatever, that maybe, and and everybody's right about Snape being in love with Lily, who knows, you know? If Snape did like Lily that way, Harry's eyes... May may do something to him to stop him from doing whatever it is he's planning, whatever his dastardly deal is, if he's evil. And maybe the reason he can't stand, you know, like everybody says, the reason he can't stand Harry so much is because he just sees Lily in him all the time. And that we're going to see yeah. in book seven that it's going to be. It, it, first of all, it has to be huge in book seven. She keeps saying we're going to discover something huge about Lily in book seven. And the only other thing we have left to discover about her really that we have any clue about, unless it's out of the blue. It's something to do with her eyes.
3: Okay. Uh, uh, no, I, I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I think that we don't know enough about what she did that her and James did in their relationship. That's true, too. So maybe I think it could be both things. So I mean, I don't think that you're all wrong. I just think that there's probably a little bit more. So.
2: But don't you think this ties in with why Voldemort was willing to let her live?
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously, there has to do some some reason why he let her live. And that's the that's the I don't know if it has to do with her magical eyes. See that is a bit of a
9: I... problem. We're kind of slipping back into last week's discussion, but that is true. Uh, so that, easy. That whole problem of you know why did he let her live? I mean, I hate to think it was just because Joe needed to have a sacrifice be made. You know, I'd like to think th- that there's a bigger story reason.
4: I think that he made a deal with uh, with, Wormtail. with and Wormtail. That was the condition.
2: I th- I'm gonna if if anyone I say Snape. Snape, me, me, too. Well,
4: why Snape? He didn't have anything to yeah, offer. Was Wormtail was one with the secret.
2: If Snape was in love with Lily, he might have said, I will leave Lily for you. I'll kill James. I'll leave Lily for you. If you yeah,
4: give but him why to would they reward, even, even need to have that conversation? Yeah. Because Snape wasn't the one who was the secret keeper. It was Pettigrew.
2: As some sort of reward for, uh, I don't know. I have no idea.
9: I see what you're saying, though, Jen. Is that he doesn't have that because, same kind of thing to offer as Pettigrew did.
4: Yeah, he, and, and he couldn't torture the secret out of, out of Pettigrew. The only possible way that he could have gotten it was if P- Peter was willing to tell him, and the only way maybe Peter bit. would be willing is because he was, you know, had an affection well, or a love for Lily. That that was the only way to do it.
2: Here's a question: Did Snape know that Wormtail, instead of Sirius, was the secret keeper? I don't think so. Don't, you know what? I don't think so either. I
9: don't know. That yeah. sounds like next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think so. But you know, we're we're still, we're, again, we're bumping right into that whole question of we what went on. In that whole Godric's Hollow thing that we don't know, she rewrote that chapter that. over and over, and she wrote it so cleverly to leave out things, but to make us think we're hearing the whole story. The first time you read through it, you think you got the whole thing. So we're jumping right back to that again. I'm sorry about that, but you know, then again, is it that? Is it the eyes thing? Is it somebody else was there who was in love with Lily? Ah, man, it's just
2: everybody was in love yeah. with Lily.
9: Everybody. Well, was. what I
4: think the whole deal of that. The eyes remind everybody of Lily, but yet they never mention anything like, "Oh yeah, he's got Lily's eyes," and and she was able to like absorb curses with them or something. No, it was just you know a prominent feature about Lily, and I think that's all that's just doing is strengthening the resemblance of Harry and Lily with their with their personalities as well. And Lily was somebody who was able to be compassionate and see good in people, and to be like the only person that would defend Snape mm-hmm. or that like, every, everybody was so fond of and a wormtail and you know even remus talks about how much compassion she had and if it's the compassion side of harry that we're that we're supposed to see come out in book seven why he's why dumbledore wanted harry to understand so much about riddle so much as to be compassionate to him mm-hmm. as if that's what's going to help facilitate the downfall of voldemort is for harry to you know decide he doesn't even want to fight him he just wants to you know, be compassionate. Give him a big of hug. The riddle. Give him a big Basically. Hug. Yeah. That's, that's where I see it going. Well, I mean, hey. that,
2: ties in, that ties in with the idea that the, like what you're saying, that at the end, Harry will not choose, will choose not to kill Voldemort, because even though the prophecy says he needs to kill him and all this junk, it's all about our choices, it's all about our choices, and Harry yeah. can choose not to, and the compassion within him. You know, I have to wonder if there's some, there is some sort of special quality about her eyes, and maybe this is why the house was destroyed. Maybe when somebody like that, with Lily's Quotient of compassion, Lily's quotient of character there, gets destroyed. That that's why the spell rebounded in such a way as to destroy things, and that maybe Harry getting an AK full in the face like Lily might then do the same thing and cause you know Voldemort's no. downfall. I don't know. Whoa.
4: Um, I mean, have we have we heard of anybody else that has green eyes in the whole series? No. Other than those two, because maybe she's gonna come out and say, "Oh, well, the color of your eyes."
9: Wait. Stands okay. for how
4: much magical ability do you have yeah, in but their again, core and all Again,
9: that. I'm I'm jumping back Jeez. to the whole idea. That if one, if, if the color itself was so important, yeah. then they would have had to insist on it in the movie. And the fact that they didn't, I think, it just shows that that's not so critical. The idea is the critical idea is that he his eyes that are similar to Lily's. And I think we've seen those eyes have effect on people, particularly Slughorn. And I I like some of what you're saying about the idea that maybe that'll even come more out. In book seven, I'm hoping it's know?
2: because if if we're done with that, I'll be really I'll be really disappointed in the mm-hmm. overabundance of of laying down, of people's telling Harry, "You right. have your mother's eyes." You mother. I mean, we hear it so much. It's as if right. to yeah. remind people that there's got to be some big bang moment
9: right. coming with them. So yeah, that was what that was, was all about. That was it. That was, that was yeah, all it, we get? There
2: has to be more.
9: Yeah.
4: If I was Harry and I were to go into a new place and meet new people, I would just put on a t-shirt that says, yes, I have my mother's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling me. Just to avoid all those stupid one-liners from people. Yeah. Oh, well,
2: yeah.
3: Do we have uh, final thoughts here? Because we're going on...
4: I on guess we game. do have time for final thoughts. Well, Sue, what do you think? What's your final thought?
3: Uh, On this, I don't know that... Like I agree with what Steve was, and you guys were saying. I just don't think that the the color is is the key. I just think that there's I maybe it's just more of an emotional reminder, and that what Lily is is more the key as opposed to the actual eyes. It's just it's just a physical, a reminder to everyone about Lily as more than just the power of the eyes. I don't know,
9: John. Where are you at on this? I'm
4: kind of rehashing. Um that it's not necessarily the color, not necessarily even having to do with the eyes. It's just a reminder that Harry is like Lily and that they share the same traits. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, those traits is going to be helpful to Harry's character the compassion. in Book 7. And I, I could see maybe the persuasive thing, but then we have never really heard that Lily was particularly persuasive. So if there's going to be something similar between them through the eyes and Harry would be persuasive, then that would have kind of means that Lily would have been too. And we never really heard anything like that.
2: I'm sort of where you guys are on this, except that I feel that there is the guy, there has to be a huge reveal coming with the eyes. She has, more than any other clue in the books, she has dropped this as if it was her job over six Mm -hmm. books. I don't think there's a book in which we don't hear it, and some of them many times. So there's going to be some big, ah, moment with them.
6: (laughs) Yeah.
9: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's. I. I don't think it's going to be like X ray beams shooting out of the eyes. <laughs> right. you know, like that. Yeah, and, so cool though. But I'm. I'm. I'm still kind of back at the Harry giving Voldemort a big hug thing. And we've been told over and over that Harry's the key to Harry's strength over Voldemort is love. The fact that he has love, and what mm-hmm. what exactly is exactly the same thing that we saw in Lily, the sacrifice that she was willing to make. I mean, and we see that kind of the comparison. So when somebody was talking, I forget who even said it. But the idea that the eyes being the same is, is a showing that he has that same compassion that she did. I think that's that's very, very important. I think the color doesn't really matter. But I think, I agree with you, uh, Melissa. I think that there's going to be something else coming up yet. I okay. think it's more than just getting Slughorn to hand over a little dropper of memory.
2: Yeah. It's like for all those yeah. drops.
4: <laughs> all right, well, That's the end of Canon Conundrums number three. It, it is. is the time to shout out the next topic for everybody to send their voicemails into to to us at the usual places. How
2: about about who else made a horcrux? Yeah. Who else made a horcrux? Who else
4: made a
9: horcrux?
2: Yeah. Send in your voicemails. The topic for next week is who else made a horcrux?
9: Okay, that's it for Canon Conundrums this time around. Uh, This is Steve Vanderarg. Thanks for joining us.
2: This is Melissa. Thanks a lot. And this is Sue.
4: This is Big J again. What's next?
2: The mailbag? The the impersonations! Oh, yeah, impersonations, part two. two. (laughs) Impersonations (laughs) 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 2.2. Excellent. Where you thought last week's was good. (laughs) Uh, The mail's here! Oh, great! Thanks!
0: Are the rooms true, Albus? Yes. The good and the bad. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard. And a thumping goodnight, Wager, once you have trained up a bit. Mr. Potter. Our new celebrity. It's a terrible thing, losing your family. We're never quite whole again, are we? It does not do to dwell on dreams, Harry. And forget to live. Vastly misunderstood creatures, are dragons, Harry. Vastly misunderstood. That scar is legend. As, of course, is the wizard who gave it to you. The Avada cadaver curse. Only one person has been known to survive it. And he has sat in this room. You were seen. Do you have any idea the seriousness of what you've done? You risked the exposure of our world. Now I remember when I first met you all. Biggest bunch of misfits I ever seen. Turn to page 394. Alas, you <laughs> act. Did you see him? Did you look into his eyes? What did he look like? The Dark Lord! Kill the spare. The Dark Lord will rise again! Did you see him? Harry! I'd almost forgotten you were here. Did you look into his eyes? Standing on the bones of my father. The Dark Lord! How lies have fed your legendary. I'm going to kill you, Harry Potter. I'm going to destroy you. After tonight, no one will ever again doubt my powers. After tonight, If they speak of you, they'll speak only of how you begged for death and I, being a merciful lord, obliged. Exactly, Harry. Exactly. It is not our abilities that say who we are. It is our choices. Well, let us hope that Mr. Potter is always there to save the
2: Okay, we're coming right back after that one.
3: Holy. Oh. Chris Barlow. That is incredible, dude! <laughs> uh, oh, Rock on! That's awesome! Oh my goodness, sorry.
4: That was pretty darn cool.
3: I mean...
2: Well, I thought it was the movie. I did too. Yeah. I was like, well, is, guess- he just, is he just cutting clips out of the movie and stringing mm-hmm. them together? That'd
4: be a hilarious joke if it was.
2: Uh, yeah, not so much. <laughs> that was actually incredible. Wow, good stuff.
3: I yeah. Ooh, okay. There's so many good ones though. These people doing these multiple characters is just flipping me out. Yeah, it's flipping awesome. me out a little.
2: But we're gonna have to, next time. We're gonna have to do like a Harry Potter scene, like oh, yeah. thing. You know. Um. Okay. Oh God. Let's let's move on. Hey, this is Monique from Phoenix, Arizona.
8: Have you seen Rome? I think he's avoiding us. Where do you think he? Where have you been? Walking. You look frozen. Come and sit down. I'm sorry. What for? For thinking I can play Quidditch. I'm gonna resign first thing tomorrow. If you resign, there'll only be three players left on the team. I've been given a lifetime ban. So Fred and George. What? This is all my fault. You didn't make me punch Malfoy. If I wasn't so lousy I could it's got nothing to do with that. It's that song that wound me up. It would have wound anyone up. Look, drop it, will you? It's bad enough without you blaming yourself for everything.
4: Hello, this is Dolish, and I don't like being liked.
6: <laughs>
2: no! Nice. Let's take a moment for Dolish. <laughs> oh! Dollish oh, you know one day guys we're gonna meet the actor who plays Dalish and he's gonna I be like what? so why why is everybody coming up to me and going Dolish? <laughs> <laughs> I like Dollish Dollish from the book five <laughs> Oh John you don't understand the things that you do. <sighs> okay, let's go. Right. Here is
8: your singing Valentine. His eyes are as green as a fresh fickle toast, His hair as a sock as a blackboard, I wish he was mine, he's really divine, a hero, The hero who conquered the dark
1: Hello, this is Corinna from Leaky Fancast, and I wanted to send in my show impersonation. Enjoy! Two pumpkin pasties, please. Watch yourself on the stairs, it's about icy at the top.
6: Why did you put your name in the cup of fire? <laughs>
3: what the fuck <press> was that? <laughs> 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 was that supposed to be double-doll? <laughs> I not <don't> know. that <laughs> 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 <was a> female? <laughs> it sounded like Arabella Fig gone mad. Mm. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Oh <laughs> Who are these people? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Sorry. I'm in pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, Alright, alright. Oh, dear,
4: smear.
8: Hey, podcast. This is uh, Mike from Ohio, and here's my Dumbledore. What do you see when you look in the mirror? I. I see myself holding a pair of thick, woolen socks. One can never have enough socks. Another Christmas has come and gone, and I didn't get a single pair. People will insist on giving me books.
5: Hey, Pottercast, this is John from Michigan, also known as Cyrus Villa on
8: the lounge. Mr. Malfoy. Mr. Malfoy. I have something of yours. Mine? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I think you do, sir. I think you slipped the diary into Ginny Weasley's cauldron that day at Diagon Alley. You do, do you? Why don't you it? <laughs> Come, Dobby. Open oh, it. Dobby? Master has given Dobby a sock. What? I didn't give... Master has presented Dobby with clothes. Dobby is free. (laughs) 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 I
2: I I have no idea why that was so funny. (laughs)
6: I probably's a little
2: drunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh do do that was so good though. You that did, was so good. Did all those impressions wow. but for some oh reason God. that was just <laughs> Oh, oh so new funny. people are out to kill us. <laughs> you are oh.
4: You are. top
2: is free. Okay,
4: let's get the next one. All right, it. keep going.
8: Hey, Pottercasters, this is Jeff A. Plus from the Well, take a good luck, lads. This night much well be the last to spend in this castle.
6: Oh, dear, we are in trouble. Hi,
8: this is Gaggin again. <clears throat> Hagrid warned me about the dragons. No, no. Remember, I told you Hermione to tell you that Seamus told me, that Dean told me, was told by Provati that Hagrid was looking for you. Seamus didn't tell me really anything, so it was really me all along. I thought you'd be able to figure it out from there. How could anybody figure that out? It's completely mental.
1: Hi, this is Amanda, also known as Squeeing Hermione on the boards. I'd like to do an impression of Moaning Myrtle. Mm-hmm. Sure, let's also books at Myrtle because she can't feel it Ten points if we get through her stomach Fifty points if it goes through her head <laughs> Hi there, this is Padfoot Forever from Leaky Lounge And here's my impersonation It's from Order of the Phoenix And it's Mrs. Weasley's reaction to Ron being named Prefect And uh George's reaction after that Okay
7: <gasps> I
1: don't believe it I don't believe it. Oh, Ron, how wonderful. A prefect. Why, oh, that's everyone in the family. Uh, what A Fred and I next-door neighbors?
3: Good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh... Molly was good. Yeah. yeah very I, good. I
2: love it when you get these little sort of intonations of these, all these characters. That, ah, when, they're, when they're so good, they make you seem so real.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I feel like the Paula Abdul of this impersonation contest. You guys... Yeah. I'm Dobby. <laughs> well,
3: I'm not going to be Simon, that's for sure. No. <laughs> I don't know
4: what that would make me. Uh, I can't stop laughing at Dobby. <laughs> I
1: told
4: you, I said, is there going to be any Dobbies? Oh my God.
2: But that Molly was very precious. Free. Free. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's
4: upset about it all of a sudden. I
2: know. Hello. Hello, yes, this is Vernon Dursley. I'm calling in regards to your website, promoting my nephew. The boy does not need any encouragement, much less his own personal fan site. I request as his legal guardian that you take it down e- immediately. Thank you and do not have a nice
7: day. This has been Katie a Leaky elf.
8: Hi, Pottercast. My name is Ashley, and I will be doing an impersonation of Mafalda Hopkirk. Dear Mr. Potter, we have received intelligence that you performed the Betrayna's Charm at 23 minutes past nine this evening in a Muggle-inhabited area and in the presence of a Muggle. The severity of the breach of the decree for the reasonable restriction for underage sorcery has resulted in your expulsion from Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Ministry representatives will be calling at your place of residence shortly to destroy your wand. As you have already received an official warning for a previous offence under Article 13 of the International Confederation of Wizards Statue of Secrecy, we regret to inform you that your presence is required at a disciplinary hearing at the Ministry of Magic Office at 9 a.m. on August 12th. Hoping you are well. Your sincerely, Massalda Hopkirk, Deputy of the Magic Office, Ministry of Magic. Hi, I'm Rivet Rivet, or otherwise known as Brittany, from California. Oh no Oh no 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 This is your punishment for spreading evil, nasty attention seeking stories, mister Potter, and punishment certainly cannot be adjusted to suit the guilty one's convenience. No, you will come here at five o'clock tomorrow and the next day and on Friday too, and you will do your detentions as planned. I think it's rather a good thing that you're missing something you really want to do. It ought to reinforce the lesson I am trying
0: to teach you. This is Steed again, with some moody from Order of the Phoenix. Don't put your wand there, boy! What if it ignited? Better wizards than you have lost buttocks, you know? Elementary wand safety. Nobody bothers about it anymore.
2: Hey, that that voice is familiar, guys.
4: Nice. There's a trusty guy right there.
2: Not only is trusty Steed an awesome editor. Not only is he trusty, not only does he have a radio Rock. voice, but now he does impersonations Dude. like that. Who is this guy?
4: Rock. That was freaking unbelievable.
2: Steed, and did you know that he's also like super geek? He has like seven computers, and who is this guy, and where did we it get did, him from? It
4: did sound pretty darn good. I knew I had to have been somebody that knew what they were doing with the microphone. Oof. trusty, Steed, man.
2: I don't know, he's a podcast employee, so we can't exactly put him in the, yeah.
4: <laughs> the contest,
2: but we, we really appreciate oh, yeah. hearing it. Employee, uh, I say. <laughs> I,
4: I think I think we yeah. already had him in there once.
2: Yeah, I think this. I, I thought I thought his I name told was you Steve. It was
4: Steve, you said it was Steve. It
2: sounded like Steve. Nope. And I was like, No, Steve didn't call in. No, 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 oh. no, no.
5: Okay. Hey, Pottercast. This is John from Michigan.
8: He was their friend, and he betrayed them. He was their friend. I'll oh, be fine, me. Because when he does, I'm going to be ready. When he does, I'm going to kill him. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Love the show. Hi there, PotterCastPachyderms. My name is Rose. I'm from California. He... he was taking over everywhere. What was there to be gained by refusing him? What was there to be gained by fighting the most evil wizard who has ever existed? Only innocent lives, Peter. You don't understand. You would have killed me, Sirius. Then you should have died. Died rather than betray your friends, as we would have done for you. You should have realized, Peter. If Voldemort didn't kill you, we would. Goodbye, Peter. Hi, I'm Lucy, and I'll be imitating Hermione from Book One. Are you sure that's a real fact? Well, it's not very good, is it? I've tried a few simple spells just to practice, and it's all worked for me. Nobody in my family's magic at all. It was ever such a surprise when I got my letter. There was ever so pleased, of course. I mean, it's the very best school of witchcraft there is, I've heard. I've learned all our course books by heart, of course. I just hope it will be enough. I'm Hermione Granger, by the way. Who are you? Well,
2: we are coming up on uh, our last batches, end, guys. There. Yeah,
4: that was pretty good, though.
2: No, 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 it wasn't. We no, have a couple few more. more.
4: Those were good though.
2: Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I don't know, guys. I don't know how you're all gonna pick. Once all the once they've all been played, we'll make up a voting thing. We'll or, or they can just listen to the um to the show as as they're voting, you know. And they'll be in order. All right. Well, last batch, guys. Yes, my name is Kyle Tucker. I'm calling from Jacksonville, North Carolina.
8: Do you want to stop Snake from getting that stone or not, Harry? It's you that has to go on. I know it. Not me, not Hermione, you.
1: Hi, my name is Tommy, I'm from, I'm 10 and I'm from Ohio. Who are you and what do you want? Kill the spare of what a cadaver! No! Thump.
8: This is Rhiannon from Orlando, Florida. Oh, well, if 1 1 thinks so, then you better do it. After all, when is 1 1's judgment ever been faulty? Hi, my name is Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth 18 in the lounge, and I have an impersonation for you. I'm going to be impersonating Professor Dumbledore from That of Fire, the book. It is my belief, and never have I so hoped that I am mistaken, that we are all facing dark and difficult times. Some of you in this hall have already suffered directly at the hands of Lord Voldemort. Many of your families have been torn asunder a week ago. A student was taken from our midst. Remember Cedric. Remember if the time should come when you have to make a choice between what is right and what's easy. Remember what happened to a boy who was good and kind and brave because he strayed across the path of Lord Voldemort. Remember Cedric Diggory.
2: And what a way to end our impersonations contest, with wow. with the words that they should have kept for the fourth movie. Absolutely, I knew you'd like that one. Mm, I didn't even know that was going to be the last one.
4: <laughs>
2: wow, guys! I am amazed wow. at you all.
3: Me too. There's so many. There's so many talented people and different things they sent in. Just amazing.
4: Definitely, definitely a good bunch this time.
2: Those ten-year-olds. They they were adorable. That ten-year-old that just called in.
4: Well, that was my little cousin, little Tommy from Ohio. You're kidding. Yeah. They, they they were down um, for Easter, and uh, I actually did a fan interview with them at one point that may air eventually one day. Oh, cool. But, yeah, they're they a lot of fun.
2: That was really cute. Well, guys,
3: that's it. So wow.
4: ends another competition.
3: Wow. <sighs> Now the hard part comes. You all have to vote and pick. I don't know how you're going to choose. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. We'll post on Leaky,
2: on -hmm. leakynews.com to let you
3: know.
4: Leakynews.com.
2: Leakynews.com. How you vote, how you do, whatever. We'll let you know. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And the winner gets a $30 gift certificate to thecauldronshop.com. Nice. Your place for...
4: Or a life size Dobby from Sharper Image.
2: No, <laughs> we say thirty-dollar gift Dobby certificate, but it's re- it's really like like thirty dollars, an item of thirty dollars or less. Yeah. Because we're not set up to, to give gift certificates. It's confusing, but it's an item yeah. of thirty dollars or less.
4: Yeah. You tell yeah. us what you want, and then we'll get it for you. We'll, we might get it
2: in less than thirteen point five weeks. We might? <laughs> <laughs> One that looks nice and not too expensive. Karolina got a scarf last time. She was very happy. Karolina from Poland is our first, is our is oh. our reigning podcast impersonations. Mm-hmm. Podcast oh, idol. Uh, oh. <laughs> she's the re- we should have her back to do more Luna. Uh, yeah, Luna. <laughs> we well, guys, well, shall no, we? Let's that's,
4: that's yeah, roll was... mosey on out of this segment, then. Because
2: guess what? Dobby Outside. is free. It's free. Dobby is Free. Free. <laughs> so free as the socks go. Free as the socks go.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Blake.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, bye, guys.
3: Alright, bye bye.
2: Here's the mail, it never
0: fails.
5: It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to whale.
2: And we are back.
4: Oh, it's the drums. Boom. We just love those drums. People say, how come you guys don't use Harry Potter music behind your things for your wrap ups and intros? And we like, we no do. This of- is Harry Potter. Music. This was in Harry Potter at one point, so there you go. Eat our shorts. It
2: it's as good an excuses. Right. Any? Eat yep. our shorts. hmm. I don't wear shorts,
4: John. Oh, not even during the summertime?
2: Mm, r- rarely. Usually. Skirts. You wear.
4: You wear your black skirt all the time.
2: My black skirt.
4: Your little black skirt.
2: How come I don't remember this black skirt?
4: <laughs> what do you mean? You don't Are you talking
3: about the brown skirt you wore in New York? Brown?
4: weren't you wearing black and green?
3: I was. I still
2: wear. I still do wear that skirt. You're correct. I wear it to work. Oh, it's my oh, work skirt. Oh, I
4: was There's nothing the black little skirt. about it.
2: It's below oh, the knee. Oh. Uh, Right, I do wear that a lot, but that's not my summer skirt. That's more like a winter skirt. Okay, why are we talking about this? Hi, guys. I know that. Hey, it's back. (laughs) Time for the drums.
4: Oh, we are already doing the drums.
2: We are already doing the drums. Well, I. What do you
4: think of that Canon canon drums? That's awesome. I love Steve. I wish John didn't sound
2: like a Neanderthal when he said it.
4: (laughs) A Neanderthal.
2: Neanderthal.
4: I'm terribly insulted.
2: Yes, I'm sure you are.
4: I totally am.
2: Anyway, I had a great time. I always have a great time recording those. I have a terrible time.
3: No, you do not. You're also (laughs) a liar. (laughs) Oh. It's
2: one of the very few times that you get serious. I like it.
4: The the canon conundrums
2: time. See, clearly that moment has passed.
4: Oh. (laughs) No, I like canon conundrums. In fact, that was probably like my favorite canon conundrums number four we've ever done.
2: Probably was right, Sue. Absolutely. Yeah. Best about. forever Anyway um Yeah next week's Next week's Kind of conundrum Is on who else Made another Horcrux Who else no! made a Horcrux <laughs> <Or> <laughs> Isn't or the one Harry? We just did No The one we just did Was on Harry's eyes Dopey
4: Oh that's right I get so confused I know Harry I think Harry has eyes
2: Harry does have eyes On oh, those I eyes agree. Harry has <laughs>
3: Those I think he, ha- I think he eyes has on? Two of them <laughs> Actually, there's four of them.
4: Above, above his Wait. mouth.
3: Wait, well, did not we just do number three and now we're coming on number four? Am I lost? Yeah, Can that's myself? right, John.
2: You screwed up. That was canon Conundrums number three. I was number three. <laughs> well, sure. You're number losing three. your touch. You let everybody see save that you one for next week. Okay. <laughs> I was
4: just trying to get ahead for next week as okay. well. I was just there should be like a there
2: should be like a like a starting point where you can't where you're not allowed to say it before a certain point.
4: You know that reminds me of when I was little. We used to call shotgun,
2: yeah,
4: riding in the cars, and there was a rule that you couldn't call a shotgun too far ahead of the actual car trip, or else it'd be like the the night before the big car ride, and you stay shotgun, and you're like, no, no, it doesn't count, it doesn't count. I think you have to be in viewing distance of the car. I think that was the rule.
3: You know that my, I did that too.
4: Good story, John. This
2: is John Noe's
3: family history <laughs> hour. Sue, so what were hey. he you saying? I said, I actually used to do that, too. We, like, had, like, the, you know, like, the Brady Bunch? We had, like, the brown panel station wagon. And I, this was back in the days when you didn't have to wear seatbelts. So all us kids was be in, in the back of the station wagon. All, I remember driving out through the Grand Canyon, way in the back.
2: We used to, um, my, my uncle used to be very mean to us and say, Get in the car. We're all going to Nellie Bly. <laughs> Nellie Bly. Okay. <laughs> which was this, this great. Which, come to think of it, she was a she was a great woman journalist. But I didn't know that at the time. I just knew that Nellie Bly yeah. was at an amusement park in oh, in Brooklyn. Cool. Um, and we were all going to go there. He never, ever, took us. He would say it to get us all excited, and we'd all run out of the car. So Yay! Mean. We're going to Nellie Bly. And then he'd say, No, what are you talking about? We're not going to Nellie Bly.
4: <laughs> so mean. Sounds a little bit like Aww. Legoland. I'm scarred.
3: I'm scarred.
4: Oh, so sick.
3: I still want a Harry Potter land. I know it's people out there. Shut up. I always want one Harry Potter
4: just... ride. Whatever happened to that? Didn't like Universal or Disney or somebody, like almost get a Harry mm-hmm. Potter ride and they're like, never mind, we don't want to make one. It there were rumors, unpopular. but it, it,
2: it hasn't happened. There I mean, were rumors, it but coming. it hasn't happened. Yeah.
4: Yeah. that would be great, though. That's lame. That'd be awesome. They make rides for every other dumb movie.
2: It'd be great to do like the dragon chase. You know, that would be cool. I would try to get the, the you know,
3: I the golden egg? The broom. I want to do the Quidditch. That's what I want—a Quidditch, Quidditch simulator thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I would do that for sure.
4: I want to have like a part where you have to go ahead and write lines.
3: Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Clovis lives in that fantasy world as it is already. He could give us <laughs> yes. lots of tours. <laughs> oh, I'll be nice. Uh, I'm Mr. not trying anything.
4: Mr. Clovis. It wasn't
3: very nice. I'm I'm bad saying it. I'm bad. Saying.
4: I love Mr. Clovis. I'm an apologist for him all the way.
2: You're an apologist for him?
3: <laughs> you apologize for mocking him? I mean, what?
4: No, I no. I stick up I'll defend him and uh-huh. his work till the day I die.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Anyway, okay. what's coming up next week, guys? More canon conundrums. Canon conundrums. We're still working on that in the know. Not too many guesses around.
4: No, not too many no. guesses. Terrible guesses, really, so far. It's Everybody apparently ones. loves Lizzo.
2: Lizo. I would love Lizzo. Lizzo doesn't talk like to him. talking to people. Lizzo has a standing invitation to come to podcast, but there's some issues, so. No. Lizzo has, has a standing issues. invite. No, he does not. There are <laughs> issues. <laughs> issues. <laughs> oh, Lizzo say
4: that is about the Lizzo. man.
2: He is. He Lizzo rocks. is like, been very nice. has Joe on his speed
4: like dial practically.
2: Practically, yep. he's a great guy. And uh, no, but we have that coming, and there, there is an extendable ears coming. I just have to
4: double <laughs> E's with two T's to it.
2: Yeah, there's and the, and there's that one, the double E with two T's.
4: And there's pretty much something pretty sweet, something pretty darn cool. Some P D C, pretty darn cool. Oh wait, I, I, is he going to be a double E or an, an I, I teach K The I H K. Oh, itk.
3: Just, just that's
2: that's when the in the nose person's uh, schedule allows, and we can, we can record. That's what's holding yeah. that up.
4: and that, that's probably pretty much the only person worth, worth putting uh, uh, the I- itk back on the air for.
3: Acronyms with Pottercast, everyone.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, how's your rock band going?
3: I have a
2: rock band. Did you guys see
3: this?
4: I want to play guitar. Yes.
2: I'm gonna sing.
3: <laughs> I want to be a groupie.
2: They're like a cover band. They're called Melissa and the Annelies. It's the f- it's the cutest. I've never se- I'd never in a million years could have predicted this. What do they What do they play? They're ri- They're writing filks.
4: They should get together with like Harry and the Potters and Draco and the Malfoys and Dobby and the House Elves.
2: There's also Remus Lupins.
4: Remus and the Lupins. I think really?
2: There are the. Aren't Remus they opening up for us? Cool. They are opening for us in Vegas. Woo! There you go. A little scoop. How cool oh, is that? Are
4: cool. you serious? That's going to be yeah. fun.
2: I'm going to We're going to have a musical opening act in Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to play
4: the cowbell. Cool.
2: We are so close to Vegas, it's ridiculous. Are we? Yeah, it
4: rocks. I just got my Vegas it's, haircut today.
2: <laughs> John, <laughs> already, <'cause laughs> that's going to have expired by the time. It's so short right now, then
4: it'll be just perfect by the time for Vegas.
2: No, you got your New York haircut. That's what that was.
4: That's right, my New York haircut.
2: New York. It's your New York haircut. Yeah. All right, can we leave? Yes, what? please.
4: Can Con conundrums.
2: <laughs> All right, John's about to go to a special place, so I'm out of here. Hey, don't forget yeah. to send
4: in your can and conundrums voicemails about who else made a horcrux. I'll give you a hint. Dobby, this is a possibility. He's looking pretty suspicious these days.
2: Actually, not <laughs> so much. No, <laughs> Not so much. So much. <laughs> Dobby <laughs>
4: likes his socks and his horcrux. <laughs> So we made the, the tea cozy,
3: Horcrux last week. I did. You know, it's it could be it could be the tea cozies and the pillow of doom. Those are you my know right what? guesses. At times like these, I really
2: just wish we were an old-time variety show and I can get out that big cane and just pull John off the stage.
3: Oh
2: damn internet!
4: Well, you know what? We have an equivalent. We have a
2: just go.
1: You're wasting time.
2: Oh, there she was. Okay, folks. What?
4: <laughs> Whoa, I said a power surge That was so creepy Just when that happened Oh my gosh, these editors are powerful
2: Okay, let's go <sighs> Oh, and about time to
4: Most boring wrap-up ever
2: Second most I think that last one was, was worse The previous show? When we, the, first, the first time we said it was the most boring wrap-up ever I think that one was yeah. worse We just suck
4: at wrap-ups Should we just cancel the wrap-up and the and
2: the show? No no should we just I like make it, it make
4: it where we say goodbye for three minutes
2: also thank thank you guys for voting for us at Podcast out that was very nice of you
4: all three you of you you guys are
2: like totally no they're they're out in force this month I, are we, they? it's amazing oh, good. Good we've been sort of out of the rankings for a while we just haven't been mentioning it and blah 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 and all of a sudden we're up in the top ten it's pretty cool
3: thank you guys that's awesome hey
4: that's hot right there that's what
3: I
2: said. hot with two T's hot with triple T's
3: okay goodbye
2: alright goodbye
4: goodbye
3: We've missed
2: it. Bother you, free.
4: I confess myself
1: disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed.
0: Great Scott. No wonder. Look at the time we've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> John,
2: are you still eating? <laughs> What do you think I, I do, eat all know. the time? Yeah. yeah.
4: What do you think? All, I, all I know how to do is eat and talk about eating things
2: that I like. John, didn't you burn something tonight?
4: I might have burned
2: the rice. He might have burned the rice.
4: I'm a terrible Latino. It didn't like catch I on fire, did that. it? It's
2: a, such a good thing that you're not Latino, then. <laughs> I know.
4: Italians weren't made to cook rice.
2: I cook rice fine.
4: Oh, I, can, well, I can do it, just, you know. You know uh, all star can do whatever in the world. <laughs>
2: You know how you cook rice? You oh, get one Jack of those of rice Altria. cookers. You throw it oh, in. Well, you press a button. I, you know,
4: I got a rice cooker now, and I've got a chicken cooker and a pasta <laughs> cooker, too. And i my pancake maker and all my right, hot dog right. toaster in the corner. All
3: right. Well, I just stick to plain old rice a <laughs> no. and it works for me. <laughs> it's just fine. So, jump
9: in here, please. <laughs> you know, and I have a new theory, and that theory is that uh, Lily and Harry both are related to Dwalish.
6: Oh really? <laughs> you know,
4: <laughs> they could be. Dolisch is probably like he was in line to be the Godfather, but the last second. That's right. I think he, he was the one who was
9: at Godric's Hollow. Oh no, wait, that was last week. <laughs> should we? Yeah. Should we all do it
2: at once? Dolisch, Dolisch, <laughs> two. Oh,
3: oh, Thank you.
2: <laughs> Do you know what's gonna happen? This poor guy playing Dolish is gonna hear people outside the theaters and stuff going "Dolish!" No. How did I become so popular?
4: Well, that's what's gonna happen. Is at the premiere, everybody's gonna be there, and when he walks out of his little limo, it's just gonna be all at once. He's gonna get back in, back in the limo, and start crying. <laughs>
3: Oh, good lord, good
9: lord. You know
3: what, John? I want to hear you do an interview with him after that.
9: I'd love to interview Dalit. Yeah. So anyway, the eyes thing. Oh, yeah. okay, yes. I, Thank you, you know, Steve. You're welcome. T- t-